You, 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 you are listening to AP Loudcast Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are now tuned in to the AP Loudcast. Sit down and relax. Have a drink, have a smoke. You are in the house with BK Trooper and Misty Boss, aka Mo. This looks like a cool place to kick it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the house, BK Trooper and Mo. What's up, everybody? Yeah, so, um, back to the show. Um, it's been a while. I know it's been a while since we've been live, but we are live tonight. Oh, yes. And we have a banging show for you guys tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Also, if we have your music, where you send it to? APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Those number one hits you send them to? APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Yes, so Mo, what, what you got going on over there? Well, like you said, it's been a minute. So we got to catch up on these current events. Oh, yeah. So, you know, everyone knows it's a little old now, but and yeah, it has you died heard down. This, you've been like probably under a rock somewhere, but go ahead. <laughs> um, Basically, everyone has heard about um, the Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj beef, which I'm going to address a little bit um, in today's show. But um, I just want to bring it to the forefront for a minute because there was a lot of um, sides being taken and um, people having their opinions and a lot of personal issues came out in the diss songs. And this mm-hmm. is exactly what I was talking about in the last podcast when I was saying that, you know, beef is okay as long as it doesn't get too personal. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like, I'm like, I can't believe I just said that. And then this beef happened out of nowhere right after I said that. And it got real personal. It got a little too personal. So, you know, if you haven't heard about that, that's fine. Um, but if you if you want more details, definitely look into it. Um, We're going to give our take. Yeah, we're going to give our take later on as it, you know, lines up with our topic for the evening. And I just want to mention, um, Nicki Minaj made history, by the way. She became the woman with the most Billboard Hot 100 entries of all time. Wow. And the title was previously held by Aretha Franklin. And you, you know what I'm saying? Aretha Franklin has 73 entries and Minaj currently has... Well, Nicki Minaj currently has six, 76. So it's it's amazing. Like, I actually was surprised by this information because I would have thought that Beyonce would have reached this milestone a long time ago. A long time ago. Like, I can't believe that, you know, her name is not here. Not, you know, no pun intended to Nicki Minaj. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's it's a this is a this is a huge deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but at any rate, let's see if she can maintain her title for as long as Aretha Franklin did because she held that title down for a minute. Well, you know, she also does a lot of features. She does a ton of features, Nicki Minaj. So, I mean, and it just seems like since she's like a pop artist, mm-hmm. right? so people are using her for their number one singles. So they're using her fame and fortune to hit the charts. So you could say it's kind of a cheat on their behalf, <laughs> but... Yeah, I see I mean, where you're going with it. I mean, people are used to hearing her on people's, you know, singles. So I, I guess, see where you're going with it. And Beyonce does a lot more solo yeah. um 
tracks and stuff like that. Like she 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 chooses her features wisely. She doesn't have that many features either. But mm-hmm. I mean, Minaj is like on everybody's song. If you look at them, if you look them up, even Ray Schmerner, mm-hmm. you know, she was on one of their hit, you know, hit tracks. So I guess know. what you're saying is it's easier to achieve it with the more music you're putting out, and it's easier to put out more music when you're doing a lot of features. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, it's I, easy I, to hit the billboards if you're already a pop artist like Nicki Minaj. And you're featuring on someone's first hit song, so and that's and that's your forte. So you know, it's not easy to do, but in her case, it was easier to do because she's the main feature. Yeah, I hear you, but at the same time, you you can't really take away from her with that either, because if you're being requested to be featured on people's songs, that means that you earned that right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So so either way, she achieved it. You know what I'm saying, and she and, and she deserves you know props for that. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you know, I just wanted to mention we cannot not mention, and I always say this almost every podcast, but that humble Kendrick Lamar, yeah, that he dropped March 31st, recently, real recent. I mean, and it's like he just re- released um a, a single like two weeks before that called the Heart Part Four. So he has this new single that comes out, new music video titled Humble. And if you have not checked it out, you need to check this single out. I mean, this this single caused what? Waves all over the Internet. I mean, anyone with a social media link (laughs) who goes on any of the social media sites had to see something scroll through their feeds about Humble. Even if you didn't know that this single was coming out, you heard about Humble. And I mean, some of the YouTube reviews just had me crying, to be honest. I mean, like, the way people were responding to, you know... And you know what people most liked about it? Mm -hmm. That it wasn't trap. Mm -hmm. That it was Mm -hmm. regular plain hip-hop. A lot of people like regular boom-bap hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I have nothing against trap because I like trap too, but it's good to mix it in. Yeah, trap, a little boom bap, a little this, a little that on your album. But you know, a lot of people like the, the, the plainness of the beat because mm-hmm. then you can focus more in on the lyrics. Exactly. Most lyric, most lyricists mm-hmm. don't use those elaborate beats with all these sounds and slow tempos and speedy tempos, or you know these trap tempos, but Go ahead. I think it like I said, I'm I'm excited about um Kendrick Lamar himself as an artist because it's it's like you can see that he's staying true to himself. So that makes him more likable. And then on top mm-hmm. of that, um he came into you know, his music entered into this into the music industry and you know, just pushed envelopes in all kinds of ways. Yeah, because he brought back lyricism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it seemed like for a while there, people were just putting words and lines together. But when he came out, he made everybody go back and pick up their pen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop talking about you don't write. He made people go back and write and yeah, study and do their work. I think what you're saying is he made people go back and actually um, respect their craft a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like respect the the art form a little bit more and put some thought into what you're saying, you know, because what I'm seeing a lot of nowadays is just more of the same. 
You know what I mean? And it's it's a shame when your music, you know, a love of music and you love music and, you know, you're looking for new artists and you're looking for something that's just going to be different from the rest. Something that's going to give you that, yeah, you know, that mm-hmm. that real hip hop feel, that real like this is what why we started all of this. Uh-huh. This is what it was supposed to be an art expression, you know, a form of expression of what's going on in our communities, what's going on in, in our lives and connecting you know, with other people through this human experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so that you can have like, feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself, so to speak. And that's what music really should be. And I just love to see the difference in artists and how, you know, at the same time, they still all come together, but they're still their own unique representation of the art form. So that's why I'm excited about like, you know, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and the things that... They're bringing to the table, which is 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 kind of pushing it back to the which is lyricism. Yeah, and, the original and, form of hip hop. Yeah, because yeah. there's so much mumble rap going on out here. Yeah, yeah. You, you, know, you, you just what did he what? You can't even sing the song. I be in the clubs, and <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm hearing everybody mumbling, and then they saying one or two words, so they don't even know the words. So they don't even know the words, but they in there dancing like, yo, that's my shit, son. They, mm-hmm. they in there dancing like, yeah, this is my joint. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know the lyrics? Do you even I mean, know the only how you like that it? Get away with that with, for me is future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For some reason, he just he just got it mastered, but everybody else need to stop. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you do get some people that do it right. Mm-hmm. You do get some people that do it right, but I know what you're trying to say. It's it's to the point where you're wondering, um, like you know, where is the lyricism? Like, with a, did you think this, these these rap lines through? You know what I it's mean? It's like the drunk style in, in karate or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the guy got a big keg of wine on his back and he's fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you do that? You're drunk and you're fighting. Come on, it's like mumble rap. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know, but. Like I some said, people got it mastered that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, some people, some people got it down, but it doesn't mean that it's for everybody. And that's another thing that, you know, I like about the single that Kendrick Lamar dropped. You know, humble. <laughs> I think, you know, a lot of people are basically saying, and I know we might be spending a lot of time on this, but a lot of people are saying that he's talking to like he's trying to solidify his spot, saying that he's at the top of his game. He is the best rapper. Which is basically what he was basically he was basically saying in you know the the heart part four, he was basically saying he is the best rapper alive right now. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to come out and then the next song two weeks later is humble. You know what I mean? And like he's saying a message. He's giving a message, mm-hmm. like he's you know what I'm saying? And I, and I don't think, like I said, it goes right in line with our topic for tonight, which we'll get into after the break. But there's just so much competition going on right now and so much beef i mean even down to which brings me to the next current event issue you know there's there was that lex luga beef and with with mike will made it Mm -hmm. yeah and you know what i'm saying and then you also had ill mind um you know if you're a producer you should know these names talking about how we have to approach music and how we got to sell beats online and all this. So people are debating. And I think that what this does, is it makes for good discussion Uh that it makes us address the issues and the problems and the concerns that we're having in these genres, in these fields, 
you know, of music. And it, we do need to have these discussions, but we have to be careful that we're not um, disrespecting each other, that we're not getting to the point where we're losing people. And we're not getting the message. And we're not getting the message across because people really need to un- like understand that this is a community. No matter how you look at it, we're all intertwined in some in, in some way. Whether you're the whether you're the producer, whether you're the artist, whether you're the songwriter, whether you're the the music fan or the person listening, whether mm-hmm. you're the the DJ, whether you're the publisher, whether you're wherever you fit in to the equation, we still all need each other to make it work. So we can't sit here and and you know like discount people's parts and then make it seem like it's all love. Like you you. We got to be careful how we're approaching these discussions. And, um, you know, put the emotions aside because, you know, what they're saying as far as the um, the beefs and the, there's a message in all of that. So There is. And I'm saying that if as... If you take it personal, mm-hmm. you might not get the message because there's pros and cons to what they're saying, what each and one of them are saying. So you have to take the emotion out. Even though it might hit you somewhere or you might feel it because you're a producer or you're an artist and um, you might take it personal in some way or form, but you the still The truth gotta... is a double-edged sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So it doesn't mean that when you hear something and it hurts you that you should, you know, take it 100% personal. Take it as personal as it needs to be for you. But not personal to the point that it's getting, like I said, to a spot where beef, beef is when you're not safe up in the street beef. No, it don't need to get that serious. That's that's all I'm saying about all these discussions. We have to be careful how we approach them. Okay, so what's the next current event? Well, that's pretty much all I had for current events. I mean, everything else was, you know, kind of minor. Oh, there's one more thing, though. Um, Any new releases? Uh, Yeah, I talked about Humble, uh, Kendrick oh, yeah. Lamar, and then... um. Will I Am also uh-huh. just released a, a single on April 3rd called Fire. Mm-hmm. Wanna check that out. And that's and um upcoming albums coming out. We have Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. The Strength of a Woman. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's supposed to be coming out April 28th for all those MJB fans out Gotta there. Gotta cop it. Gotta cop it. And um so far, you know, the singles that she has out has been doing well. So we'll t- probably talk She's been about going that. through a lot of things too. So this is gonna be a good album. You know, Mary go through some things. Yeah, when Mary goes That's through so, some things, yeah, those albums be hot. I mean, do I have to say my life? <laughs> <laughs> that is to me what till this day still one of my favorite MJB albums. See, even though she got a couple of them that's hot also. Yeah, but, she yeah, that is like the, that one is the favorite though. That that is an epic album right there. So we're gonna um take our first break. And Mo, would you give the honors? Yeah, this is EXO. Change your game. Yeah. Straight flex. Yeah. What up, EXO? I think it's about that time we smashed they ass. You know I'm ready, nigga. 
You niggas ain't worried about a damn thing Fuck what you talking, I got this money in my brain At a point of you speaking when you still on the same thing You've been at it for years, I think you better change the game Me and my niggas ain't worried about a damn thing Fuck what you talking, I got this money in my brain At a point of you speaking when you still on the same thing You've been at it for years, I think you better change the game Wait a minute, tell him calm down See that nigga behind me, he pack a hundred rounds Put your face on that cover, no we ain't playing around Think about it, my nigga, before he hit the ground Real talk, that's real talk Chopper make a motherfucker dance, nigga, real talk If you ain't talking a million, you better nigga, you cheap talk I'm trying to get so much of that paper, young nigga, don't need a fuck Red cup full of yak, nigga When I step out, the bitches be like, who at, nigga? Fresher than the mug, they loving the way I dress, nigga Shout out to X, so I had to do it for my nigga Chasing this money, homie, that's what I'm about 734313, you hear me shout Ain't no fake shit allowed, a real spirit around my house See my ID say, up insta and you twerk Murder in all day, homeboy, you get the point Money getting gun token, but blazing, you get the point See my gorillas is killers, my crystals, I'm the point Me and my niggas ain't worried about a damn thing Fuck what you talking, I got this money on my brain Ain't no point of you speaking when you still on the same thing You've been at it for years, I think you better change your game my niggas ain't worried about a damn thing Fuck what you talking, I got this money on my brain Ain't no point of you speaking when you still on the same thing I've been at it for years, I think you better change the game Yes, that was EXO Change your game Yeah We're back in the house, in the green room, about to lay it down on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So here we go. All right? Here we go. Yeah. Let's, let's get a little real now. Yeah. All right. Now we're about to get into the meat and the bones of the show. And we're, we're talking about indie versus major. We're talking about labels here. There's well, a revolution going on. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it goodness. seems like the indie is gaining on the majors because there's a lot of information coming out and it seems like there's uh, some major artists crossing over. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, this is all stemming from, this is all the root cause of these beefs that's going on right now. Like if we follow all of the beefs, even when we go back in time and follow all of the beefs in music, um, we always notice what's happening. There's always this new person, or new artist, new group, whatever. This new cat comes in uh-huh. and is trying to take the spot, trying to take that top spot. And so what happens is there's a fight. Usually, you know, two, mm-hmm. two opponents, you know what I'm saying? There's that fight. 
You got the one who's at the t- currently at the top fighting to maintain their spot, and you got the one that's not there yet that's quickly gaining to achieve that spot. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is, you know, the underdog feels like they got a chance to get there, and the person that main, that's been there feels like, nah, I got this in Smash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it, what ends up happening is they try to discredit or make or make that upcoming, yeah, that upcoming person irrelevant, and they try to like make you know, you know, make it look like oh, this it was just a one hit single or there's just a few couple of hit songs or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and they are not going to be able to maintain that. I have a history of maintaining it. This person has no resume. I have a full resume. So I feel like most of these recent beefs have always stemmed from that. Like even if we look at the the um, Lex Luger and Mike Will made it. I mean, think about it. Lex Luger was Created doing- trap. He basically he, was a trap king at one point. Okay. He was the person who had that top spot. You see what I'm trying to say? And then Mike Will Made It came out and now he's at the top spot. I mean, you had DJ Mustard. You could you could talk, talk about so many producers. That had their part. That, that had, their, had their spot. We could go as far back as as as, as far back as we want to go. I mean, we could Premier, go to... Premier. We Premier, could go back to... Um, Just Blaze. Um, Timberland. Timberland. I mean, we Have could it. go on. Everyone's had their time. And what I'm trying to get at is it doesn't mean that they're not relevant today. It just means that somebody new came up with something new. And that's how it is. I mean, that's why I said, we talked about it in previous podcasts. When artists are around through all the changes in music, they have found a way to stay relevant through all the changes. And made it and adapt. And adapted to the changes. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing whether you're a producer whether you're an artist, whether you're a songwriter, a publisher, whatever, a reporter, you have to adapt to the changes. So I feel like what's happening is that there's a large indie community now. Um, and before, if mm-hmm. you you remember back in the days when we was younger, if you didn't have a major deal, nobody knew who you was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You could have been selling your, your CD or whatever, your tape at that time. You could have been selling your tape out of the trunks of your car. And if nobody knew who you was, they was going to pass you like a full bus. Like, I don't know what -hmm. you trying to do with that tape over there. You think you somebody, but you ain't nobody. And I'm not buying your stuff. And I've seen a lot of full buses pass by. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Living in New York. (laughs) Oh, yes. You remember Flatbush, Flatbush, the B-41. You'd be like, yo, finally a limited come. They open the doors. You can't even get in there. (laughs) You, you think know what I'm saying? going to heaven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that happened just, just on Flatbush Road. And you know how often them B-41s come? Mm-mm-mm. That's probably what birthed the whole dollar van situation. But that's another topic. So basically, uh-huh. I'm going to let you give your, you know, and then I'm going to come in with my, you know, my one, two, and we're going to clean this all up. All right. Well, you know, let's, 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 let's talk start, about Let's this. start with Sheetha. Yes, that's what really, that's why I said, we're going to come back to the Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj beef because 
what happened with that was, and I'm just going to give my opinion. You know, I know that there's people who got their sides, who who got their, who's their fans. I judge the work. I judge the work. I look at the work. I don't look at the person. I don't look at the fan base. I don't look at any of that. I look at the work that they put forth. Now, Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj beef. I don't know how it started at this point. I don't think anyone really knows how it started. Or it's even- been going on for years. It was been, it's, it's mostly been like, you know, subliminals back and forth between the two of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They never really came out at each other. But they was dropping those, you know, those J.E. and Nas, like subliminals from back in the days. Mm-hmm. And um, Remy Ma was basically saying, like, if she didn't go to jail, you would have been lost that top spot. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she's like, she's out. And since she's been out, Nikki's been taking shots at her because she knows she's coming. You know what I'm saying? I get that. I get that. But what what I'm getting at with the whole situation is, here it is, you see, you got two real hot MCs or rappers or whatever. They're coming from two different perspectives. They represent two different styles of rap. Just like when we were talking about the Jay-Z and Nas situation. They're two different. They're in the same arena, but they're two different. Like, you're going to see different fans come into the Nas concert and different fans come into the Jay-Z concert. And you might see some of the same fans. They overlap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, They overlap. But there is a difference in in the fan base. So what I'm getting at here is I don't see what the beef was about. If you're confident, I've always said, if you're confident in your skill set, it shouldn't matter mm-hmm. who's coming up. You should just keep doing you and you will succeed and you will be good at what you're doing. But what happened in this situation was to me, I felt like Nicki Minaj is with, she's major. You yeah, see what I'm saying? She, she represents the major, she, the corporate brand. Yes. And, and Remy Ma is what is the indie mm-hmm. in this. So what I was seeing through this whole beef is it would always come back to money. It would always come back to, well, who's making the most money? Who's, who has the more number one singles? Who has, that doesn't signify to me as a, as a music fan or a person who listens to music and loves music, success. Because at the end of the day, it don't matter how much money you're making. Which song is hotter? Which artist did it better? And how <laughs> much, well, when it comes to the money, how much of that money you're making? Because as a corporate brand and a 365 deal, 365, 365 deal, or 360? I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 365 deal, she's making The 360 maybe, deal. 360 deal, thank you. It's getting late. Anyway, yes. the 360 deal. Uh-huh. She's not making as much as... Remy is Mm -hmm. on her records because Mm -hmm. she's indie. Mm -hmm. So it's like a clash of knowledge and information that's coming from both sides. Yes, she has the big brand behind her, but how much is she really making? How much of that is really going in her pocket? And this is what Remy was saying. I get that. This is what she mentioned that on Sheetha and all of that. But what I'm saying is when I'm talking about money, like we have to stop. We have to stop and think about these things 
when we when we are being pulled into this rap these rap beefs, and I have to say we're being pulled in because this is really between two artists who make way more money than the average person, and we really shouldn't even be getting involved to this point. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is when we're getting when it is entertainment. So when we're getting pulled in, we have to be thinking about okay, what's really the issue, and it it shouldn't be well. This person is major. That person is 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 indie. So obviously, I'm gonna. What what's happening is okay. Let let me put it to you like this. What's happening is mm-hmm. it's starting a war. To me, like you had said, it's a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's starting a war between major and indie. Now. Us being from the indie community, I want it to be, my goal is for it to be, a not pleasant, but to for it to be amicable. Mm-hmm. That we respect the majors and the majors respect the indie. Yeah, because we, you know what I'm saying? We should have that, that, that fair shake because, you know what I'm saying, we indie. You know what I'm saying? We're not getting that much plays on YouTube. We're not getting that much buzz. We're not getting that much radio play. So we mm-hmm. have to really make noise. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Sheetha represents. She really had to make some noise in order for you know her to become relevant by smashing her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I'm, but you see, that's the point I'm trying to make right there. You see, by smashing her, it comes back to that where t- people are taking sides. So now instead of people saying, you know what, I want to listen to both. I want to listen to all music. I want to listen to Nicki and Remy. Instead of them all just having a piece of their pie, now what it turns into when, when these rap beefs start is that we, we, people are picking sides. I've seen the stuff people are saying on the blogs. I've seen what people mm-hmm. are saying in those chat rooms and, and stuff like that, in those forums. They're saying it looks like it's old versus new. Yeah, but check this out. Let's, just, let's take it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the 90s. Mm-hmm. Remember when... Foxy and Kim and mm-hmm. Brad and all—they all had beef. They all was trying to get that number one spot, but they were all on the same songs. The no one else remix. They the were total. on the yeah. same songs, and they were duking it out. That's hip hop. Yes, yes. Now what it's become? You on your this side or no? Get on the same track and duke it out, and let the people say, "Yo, this one ripped it better." No, that one ripped it better. That's I get what you're saying. Hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what they needed to do. Not you on one corner. You can do that later, but you should have did some songs together like they did back in the day. Even though Kim and Foxy had it out, there was there was still songs where they were on the same songs. Yeah, but you see, it's 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 what I'm saying is these beefs are not just affecting artists now. It it's also affecting producers. Mm-hmm. It's also yep. now Let's gone into the producer segment. Now, where are we gonna stop? Like, in other words, you see what I'm saying? Now people are getting upset that they're not, let's say, supposedly making as much money or getting enough placements as producers because these newer producers are coming out. Well, what do you expect? It is an art form. We are, this is a competition. Whether you like it or not, it is a competition. And you have to be the best at all times. You can't just be relying on the fact that, okay, hey, I got my fan base. I'm going to just rely on my fan base Mm -hmm. and drop bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, excuse my French, but drop drop some crap. You no, gotta you, always be working on your craft. Yes, you have to always be getting better and doing. So what I feel like, that's why I, you know, I felt like this warrants conversation at the AP Lounge Cast because we have to be careful about how these beefs and these debates and these discussions affect the community at large. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, it's naturally mm-hmm. a competitive, a competitive thing. Yeah, I agree. But don't make it so much so that the that that you're dividing. But it has, but it has to be because some of the things that Nikki represented, you know, what I'm saying, was really hurting the community, and not just our community, all communities. I mean, people were getting surgeries, butt enhancements, and people her were and, dying and going and to the, jail, and her, and you know, not that I'm trying to get get pulled into the gossip, but we still don't know the true status of the butt for Nicki Minaj. We don't know if it's real fake implants, well, not uh, implants. 95% of the people, 99% of people know it's fake. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, I mean, like I she said, she should have just owned up to it. Yes. It would have been better, yes. but you know, she, there was a period of time where people were going out there getting all types of stuff done to their butts to make it bigger. And, and instead of doing it, it the was a big way, thing. I mean, even people it, were trying to get a quick fix and getting themselves killed. It's even in happen. It's even gotten to the um, like you know, for my Caribbean folks out there, even some Caribbean folks have been flying into the U.S. to be trying to get these butt implants, butt lifts, or whatever you calling it. And apparently, there's some like famous, well, I don't know, famous doctor, but a well-known doctor in Miami that offers a uh, an inexpensive price. I don't know the details. You know, of course, this is all information being reported on the internet. So you, I don't know if I should, you know. You could do your own research. Yeah, but, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but do some research. And um, people have died with this. So I, what I'm saying is I get some of the, what I'm saying is the debates are good. And then she's talking good. about taking pills and, come on, we got young people listening to this stuff. That and is true. And they are destroying, she's, I mean, she's destroyed a lot of lives, just like Lil Wayne. I'm sorry. A lot of lives have been destroyed because of some of the things that they say. And- they, they they have to be a little, you know, level of responsibility with what you're saying, especially if you're on a large stage like that. I mean, you got to think of these people. They really believe what you're saying. They li- they trying to be you. They they are trying to be. It's it's sad. I and think it's sad. sad. I mean, you know, it's yeah. almost like, you know, so there's a level of responsibility that come with this. So, I mean, I'm a fan of Lil Wayne. I'm a fan of Nicki Minaj. But I know that it's not real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we grew up in a time where we knew that it was just lyrics and flows. But when, no, you know, when when I remember hip hop in the '80s, you know what I'm saying? I was young. It was but, real, but you, they you would can tell they who would, was real. Yeah, they were talking about wasn't. real things though. They were talking about like back then it was like you know salt and pepper and all them. They was talking about issues with their mother and you know. Yeah, but then once to, it got corporate, you know what I'm saying, and other things, and then you know people got standing behind brands, and then you know. I it, started see what to, it started to change, you know what I'm saying? So you had to decipher on who's real, who's not. You had other rappers calling out others real and who's fake. Remember Ja Rule? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. calling each other real and fake and all that stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> You couldn't even know if someone was real or fake anymore. Everyone was getting accused of not being real though. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we had to, you know, you had to use your judgment, you know what I'm saying? But... But basically, what I'm saying is it feels like it's a major versus indie, indie versus major thing going on with all of these beefs because it's a power as, struggle. because everybody starts off to some degree at an indie level. Nicki Minaj was on an indie level at one point. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. So for us, what I'm saying is that I feel like we could do a better job. As creators of music, we can do a better job 
at not getting mad at the upcoming, you know, artists, producers, whoever that are coming for the number one spot. Just like, you know, Kendrick Lamar. We're humble. At one point, he was in there. At one point, he was trying to get put on. Yeah, he had a lot of, you know, underground mixtapes. That's what I'm saying. And he eventually became major. So what I'm trying to say is you can't knock the India, you can't you can't knock the India because the India is not backed by a powerhouse and say that their stuff is garbage because they're not backed by something major. Just like we cannot just give, you know, the major artists a pass when they do some bull. You it's what I'm saying is we cannot just make these decisions about musical, you know, musical content, mm-hmm. lyricism, mm-hmm. um, are they true hip hop or not? By, by just whether we like them or not as an artist, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I have art, my favorite artist that I like, but if they mm-hmm. drop crap, I'm gonna tell you that was a bad album. That album was horrible, and I'm mm-hmm. not gonna buy it because that is what I have to do. I can't make it be about okay. Well, I'm just a fan of this person, so I'll go and blindly and support them no matter what. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying mm-hmm. we have to hold, just like we hold everybody else accountable in their seats and their positions and their offices. Yeah. We got to hold the artists accountable too. If you want to have an influence over the kind of music that you're having, you have to tell the majors, you have to tell the indies what you want. I mean, there was a time when you couldn't even say bitch. I, I, that's what I'm saying. And nigga and all that stuff because, you know... um, the um the Republicans and Democrats, they was arguing about it and all that stuff. You gotta do your hip hop history if you're young, you know what I'm saying? But it's and been they, a lot they of that's stuff. when they decided to put parental advisory, parental explicit, advisory lyrics. explicit lyrics. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember that as well. What I'm saying is this this major versus indie, it to me feels like it is, or the indie versus major, however you want to look at it, it feels like it is the root cause of most of the beefs currently. So, like, I give you a perfect example when, when, um, like, like, you know, well, a perfect example, like when, when Kanye had his rant or, you know, mm-hmm. they saying he fell off, his music is not the same. So now, if you remember at one time, Kid, Kid Cudi was, you know, coming up and they mm-hmm. felt like he was going to be the new Kanye or whatever. Yeah. And they was having their little beef. Why is it like this? Why is it every time someone is coming for your spot? You have to approach it bad, badly like that. Like, I feel like if you're going to have a hip hop battle, because that's really what a beef should be. It should just be a battle. It yeah, but these people are not just coming up, like, coming up. They trying to take you out. They taking your look. <laughs> they taking your flow. <laughs> they coming to erase your, eradicate your ass. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know they, what they coming so for your like, spot and they trying to make you a no-name. Right? future. Yes. People don't even want to hear Future no more. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Future had to rework his style, rework his game. I mean, Designer almost erased him. With one song. With one song. If Designer was able to follow up with some hot-ish, yeah. there would be no more Future. So Future lucked out on that one because if Designer had some good producers behind him, well, I don't know about that. He would have been able to probably wipe him out, son. Well, I'm I sorry. Don't, I don't know about that. What I'm I don't know about that either, but it was close. First of all, if that happened, 
then I'm really upset at some of the music fans out there because you guys need to <laughs> need to just stop jumping on the latest bandwagon. Hey, everybody's hoings. <laughs> like, Pimpsons and hoings. That's what yeah, it's all about nowadays. No, it's not about Pimpsons and hoings. It's about judging the work. Hey. Am I the only one who's being yes, responsible? You are, the only only? One. you are. Because there's a lot of hoings going on. And it's time to take our next break. All right, fine. You cut me off. You won this one for right now, but I'm going to get you back. So will you do the honors and get lead us into our next track? Yes. This is a new group. Well, I wouldn't say new group, but a, a, a group that I really like. Me too. They are the next stars straight out of Atlanta. This is B-O-Y, which stands for Be Only You, with their hot new track, Winning. Winning. That's what we do over here at the AP Loungecast. Yeah. Listen to the AP Loungecast Radio where we feature the best indie artists in the world. Yeah, hip hop a band for the girl. We can take over the world. 
EP mixtape, business service that you'd like to promote? Advertise with us at the AP Loungecast radio platform. For more details, visit aproductionswithaz.com, AP Loungecast Services. Truth, I don't need her. She acts stupid, I'ma leave her. I'll make you a believer. Hey, and I'ma keep it going like a rolling rock. Roll up the sticky like the smoke a lot. Hands on my bookie when I stroll a block. Hey, you never better call the cops. Been in this game for a while now. All my dogs on the chow that. So you know you better bow that. Or I'ma have to paint the town now. Hey, heard they copy in my style, oh My every move like my shadow But when I call them out the battle They gon' run away and tattle Hey, nowadays what? Say don't match the things they do Better stay on your P's and Q's Before they scheme on you Getting pays like a dream come true Till they all wanna lean on you They don't wanna see me rolling With my eyes all frozen But my pocket stays swollen Cause I'm the one that was chosen Hey, catch me rolling with a diva Tell the truth, I don't need her She acts stupid, I'ma leave her I'll make you a believer Hey, and I'ma keep it going like a rolling rock Roll up the sticky like the smoke a lot Hands on my blinky when I stroll a block Hey, you never better call the cops Here's a letter to my haters You see, I'm still getting paper Independent, no majors So I don't owe you no favors Hey, still rolling with the neighbors A lot of not turn traitors Ain't nothing that can save ya Flow sharper than a razor Hey, nowadays what? Say don't match the things they do Better stay on your P's and Q's Before they scheme on you Getting paid like a dream come true Till they all wanna lean on you uh, ain't nothing changed, still reppin' street gang Hundred dollar bill, clutchin' with my pinky ring Lay my sh** bangin', keep my sh** rollin' Close minded but bet I bust the book open For my night on the east and the west coastin' Smokin' on the best room, need my sh** potent Sippin' on potion, I be smooth as lotion And I'm with the sh** so I keep the sh** loaded In the whip with my new, my just a bitch is strollin' Through the neighborhood, all to the good Misunderstood, don't be mistaken Never see me faking. They don't wanna see me rolling. With my eyes all frozen. But my pocket stays rolling. Cause I'm the one that was chosen. Hey, catch me rolling with a diva. Tell the truth, I don't need her. She acts stupid, I'ma leave her. I'll make you a believer. Hey, never keep me going like a rolling rock. Roll up the sticky like the smoke a lot. Hands on my blinky when I stroll a block Hey, you never better call the cops Yeah Yeah, so that was B-O-Y-B Only You winning And Bumpy with They Don't Wanna See Me Rollin' Rollins (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. So, you know, getting back into this major versus indie um, topic, mm-hmm. I really I really feel like you brought some really um, valid points up, especially mm-hmm. when you talked about how the competition is always trying to eradicate the, <laughs> the one on top. So I feel like I guess that's where all the emotions and the person. Yeah, because that's the way they eat. You know what I'm saying? This is how you feeding your children. This is how, you know what I'm saying? You paying your bills. This is not, you know what I'm saying? This is your career on the line. I mean, one song could just end your career. I hear I'm I sorry. hear that. There's, I mean, that's why emotions do have to flare because when it's over, it's over. And it's not you who decides it's over. It's the public. It is. And now you, you got these expensive cars. big houses Mm -hmm. mortgages vacations yeah people on your payroll yeah how are they going to get paid i get what you're saying so i guess that's why it does tend to get a little person but what i'm saying is it could be a little bit like you said a little bit more amicable we've seen it done before it's like stocks in the market man you could be up and then bam you flatline i mean what I don't know what. It's time to get the gloves on, like Jay said, man. You put the mask and the gloves on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm just saying in general, you know, I feel like there should be a better responsibility for the, Biggie, from the, the public. Mask way, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to get grinding. You want to let me that. talk? Uh, ho- hopefully. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, they, they, okay, let's go back. Back then, they used to just do like rap battles. Like, in other words, even when Biggie and Nas was beefing or whoever else, you know, they would go back and forth. Now, it did get personal. I'm not going to say it never gets personal. It always gets to a personal level and then it dies down. But what I'm saying is... Respect the arts. Respect the art and respect the craft and also personal information. There's just certain things that the public don't need to know about other people. Like, you know what I'm saying? There are certain things that should be kept private. Now, if you are the type of person that wants to put your life on a track, then do it. You know, that's your prerogative. Mm-hmm. But to put someone else's life on a track, I have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I liked Sheetha. Don't get me wrong. And I, and I do like a good rap beef and a good rap battle. But where I draw the line is, you know, I, I don't need to see... It getting to the point where people's children are in danger, people's lives are in danger, fans' lives are in danger. That's that's not that's not cool at all. That's not cute at all. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even have to get to that point. What I'm saying is it needs to be done respectfully. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean I, I mean, I'm not gonna front. It doesn't matter what it is. Anytime two people are debating, I have seen it get personal. I mean, even in presidential elections. You see it get personal. So I'm not saying that we're, we're people after all. We're going we're gonna to have the emotions and we're going to get personal. Fine. But what I'm saying is when you catch yourself getting there, reel it in. You know what I'm saying? Try to get back in focus. Because what's happening now is then you have the public. And now the public gets very defensive. Like the public mm-hmm. picks sides fast. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, the beef only happened two minutes ago, and already on social media, people are on different sides arguing back and forth at each other. No, Remy Ma killed it. No, Nicki Minaj killed that. No, 
you see what I'm saying? Like what I'm saying is let's let let's let it just stick to whose song is hotter. Let's go after the work. Not so much the person. Because really and truly, when you dancing up in the club, or you throwing that house party and you trying to jam out, uh-huh. you don't give two about, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. about that person's personal life. You don't care who they dating. You don't care. You just care that this is your song and this is what you want to listen to right mm-hmm. now. And that's what I'm trying to say. Let's judge the work. Let's not think about Okay, well, this person is major, this person is indie, or this person is washed up, this person is whatever. It doesn't matter where they've been. They could have left the music scene for 20 plus years. If they come out today, I'm going to judge it for the work. I'm not going to judge it for, oh, well, you haven't been out for 20 years. It's not even worth a listen. Mm-hmm, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to hold your own. You know what I'm saying? You know? Once you you know, once you throw shots and someone else is throwing shots, you just always have to be prepared. You do. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, this is not for babies. And you it would be foolish you for still us. Yeah. Have to be prepared. It would be and foolish have, for any can I talk? artist. Can I talk? No, you can't Please, talk. Gracious man. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, you know, you got to be prepared at the end of the day. Because if this is how you're eating, you got to keep training. You know what I'm saying? Floyd Mayweather, he's always training. He, he retired. You, you think he would stop training? Mm-hmm. He was still training because someone's going to call him out. Yeah, remember where you was watching? Um, I forgot which show it was. But <laughs> they called out Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You never uh, know when... Oh, you're talking about LeVar Ball and um, yes, yes. Charles Barkley going at it. Yeah, see, that's another beef. That. You see, there's beef always a beef going the... on, and you never know when you're going to get called out. Now, now he's, they got to go into court now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and show who's going to win. Yeah. See, yeah. Barkley got caught off guard, eating his donuts and stuff. Now he got to train. See, now if he was already trained, mm-hmm. he would have been like, yo, let's do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. he's training, and you know what I'm saying? It's going to be too late. It's going to be done died down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, you know what I'm saying? You always have to be prepared. Yes, definitely. Because a beef can come at any moment. And I'm sorry, uh, you know, it's a savage world out there. <laughs> and you just have to be prepared You could because the way you eat can be the way that you starve. Mm, deep statement right there. So let's move on to our next song, Mo. Would you please do the honors? Yes, this is Jake Altridge. Living for the weekend. Let's reminisce today. Let's reminisce today. Yes, it's been a little while since I was just a little child running wild. Wonder whether we could party in the way we used to. It's been a long time coming, those words are too true. Wanna kick back with the boys I was glued to. Can we go to that little town we were cruise through? And we do it all again today Got a feeling none of us have changed our ways Even though I like to think when that we raised our gains We are just a little older but stayed the same We would stick together in those desperate days So who thought that we would go our separate ways Drinkers to beset the pace Let's pick up where we left off Like we never left the 
place Friday night, me and my mate might have drunk a bunch of beers If we thought our lives ain't right Friday night or any time they like We'd be back to do it all again and I'd say why That the time would fly, ready to explode like you're a stick of dynamite. Why am I so glued up on what the life is like? Cause I've been within that tunnel, wishing I could find a light. Back then, the weekend I was living for, made the most of those days, wishing we were given more. Hit the floor, like the clothes that the women wore. Monday morning, difficult, Sunday morning, critical. Cause the boom from the base would tear the roof off the place, street disgusting shots, but we would get used to the taste, or we'd move with some pace. With waste in the morning, we all knew what we faced, but of course, that was never gonna stop us. We went long out of our baggy Adidas poppers. Haircuts were shockers, even kids now with mockers. Every time we got in trouble, I would wanna tell the coppers. Living for the weekend, swimming in the deep end, giving you a reason to be breathing. If we do it, 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 if we So you can put some drinks on the table Yeah, you mix with Red Bull gives me wings like an angel It's ironic cause I'm feeling so devilish today Want some breakfast with my exes, we can reminisce away Love is like a dice because your days are numbered And in ways I wonder when I'm bound to roll Alcohol gets me out of control Spending money on this woman up and down the pole Hate to think the money I was giving away And back then I was only on a minimum wage First in the bar and the last to leave just your typical lies, we weren't hard to please Lost boys living life like we were in Neverland I did team running round town with our stellar cans Tomorrow isn't promised, we won't ever plan Rain, wind or snow, it doesn't matter, Mr. Weatherman We're living for the weekend, swimming in the deep end Giving you a reason to be breathing If we do it, if we do it, if we do it, if we do it, 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 you can sing it too We're living for the weekend, swimming in the deep end Yeah, we're back. Yeah, that was Jake Aldridge living for the weekend. Yeah, nice and smooth, you know what I'm saying? What a way to end the show. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of nice. So wrapping it up. Yeah, so you know, when it comes to beefs, <clears throat> just always be ready and make sure you protect your neck. Ching, ching, Wu-Tang style. <laughs> you gotta be ready. Gotta be ready. So thank you for listening and tuning into the show. Um, keep sending your songs in to APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Your email to APLoungeCast at gmail.com. We out. Peace. <laughs>